Hi, this is Hayden Buchanan. I will be your host. So let's talk about the group called the Pilgrims. So let me hand it over to Ava Shandy, who will talk about where they came from. In England in the early 1600s, the English church was disliked by many people. Really? Yes, really. People thought that the church was much like the one they used to have when the Romans controlled them. That's why the Pilgrims sailed to what is now called North America. Oh, I remember. They sailed on the Mayflower in September of 1620. It took them about two months before they set one foot on land. Yep, like that. They were really brave. And you'll see how brave they were in the next segment about the Pilgrims' hardships. Though you may think the Pilgrims were perfect, they were not. So to inform you more, here are some hardships or struggles the Pilgrims faced. Now in your mind, you may think the Mayflower was a huge ship, but it really was very small. So that's our first struggle. The ship was small. Just think about it. A hundred other people you don't know crammed together with you for two to three months. Once the Pilgrims landed, they were tired and weak. In fact, over half of the Pilgrims died on the first month. The Pilgrims suffered a great deal of loss and pain, but they did make it. In this segment, we're going to read you a fake diary that we have made up. All right, here we go. Dear Diary, today I woke up early to prepare for the feast with the Indians. The other woman and I sent our husbands to hunt, we sent our sons to fish, and our daughters were sent to harvest some fruits and veggies. Mr. Parker came back with a deer, Mrs. Holt skinned it, and then Mrs. Smith and Mrs. Hunter cooked it. Soon my husband, Mr. Robinson, returned with lots of duck. I cooked them. Nicholas returned with a few fish. Mrs. Barker cleaned and cooked them. Micah returned with a lobster. I'm so proud of him. I cooked it. Later, Adeline returned with a pumpkin. Mrs. Miller helped cut and cook some of it. Beatrice returned with some squash, and Mrs. Parker took care of that. I was starting to get antsy. Molly still hadn't returned. I was starting to worry, but then I saw her with berries and wild plums. We washed them, and they were very juicy. Right before the natives arrived, the girls all worked together to make cornbread. We set everything on the table, and it looked perfect. I talked with both men and women natives. They were kind and made great conversation. All in all, I loved today. I worked hard, ate lots, made some new friends, and in all, had a great day. Love, Elizabeth Robinson. Our next segment is by, uh, I don't know. No, Taylor. It's Hayden L., Hayden B., and Alex. Thank you. When the Pilgrims did arrive in Cape Cod instead of Virginia due to weather, they met their new neighbors rather quickly. These natives were called the Wampanoag. The Wampanoag could communicate by their translator, Squanto. He learned English when he escaped slavery in England and returned to his people who, ta who he taught English. This helped the Pilgrims in a big way because it contributed to a big deal that they made. This deal was when the Pilgrims helped them take out their rival tribe in exchange for knowledge about farming and sand, which Hayden B. will tell you all about, along with other big roles that they played. Have you ever wondered what the role the natives play? They played a big role. You bet. I interrupt this program with some breaking news. Breaking news? Yep, we have just spotted a time machine with a pilgrim inside. Stay tuned to see what's going on. That wasn't breaking news. It was just interrupting news. As I was saying, you bet natives helped the pilgrims a lot. Like Hayden L. was saying, the Wampanoag did give them knowledge. And that also made Thanksgiving. Natives also taught them how to grow crops with fertilizer or fishalizer. Hi, my name is Hannah and today I'm going to tell you about the leader of the pilgrim. And Alba is going to tell you about the pilgrims had a downfall. 
First, I'll tell you about the leader of the pilgrims. His name was William Bradford. He was there when the King Henry VIII created a new Catholic church called the Church of England and broke away from the Roman Catholic Church. Some people thought that the Church of England was too much like the Roman Catholic Church, and there was a group called the Separates because they wanted to separate from the Church of England. Bradford was the leader of that group. Bradford's group decided to leave England and start a new settlement of their own. I hope you learned a little bit more about William Bradford. Now to Alba. Thank you, Hannah. Hi, my name is Alba, and did you know that even though the pilgrims survived hunger, that didn't mean that they weren't close to a downfall, because their supply ship, the Mayflower, left and didn't warn them. And they had to cut trees, hunt for food, and even plant crops. Now to the time machine with Hannah, Lisa Miller, and me. What season was it when the pilgrims grew their first crops? We grew our first crops in autumn. Who taught the pilgrims how to grow their crops? The Native American tribe, the Wampapanga, helped us grow our crops. How long did the first Thanksgiving last? It lasted about three days! What kind of food did the pilgrims eat on the first Thanksgiving? We ate a lot of meats, berries, and very few veggies, but my favorite was cornbread. Was it just the pilgrims at the first Thanksgiving? No, the Native American tribes was, were with us. In September of 1620, how many people were on the Mayflower? A hundred people were on the Mayflower. That's a lot. Thanks for listening. Well, I guess I gotta go. But before I do, I have some recommendations for you. You could go to Stranded That Poem Off Plantation by Gary Bone. It's a book. If you want more Colonies info, go to our other casts about Jamestown and the Lost Colony of Roanoke, or in other words, the Island of Roanoke. Bye.